0: Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. Every two weeks, we post podcast versions of one of our free training videos, or you can access our videos now at beyondordinarywomen.org. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, I'm Kay Daigle of Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you to this video uh, to this session with Kat Armstrong, our special guest. Kat is the co founder and leader of Polished, a ministry for young women. And she is here sharing lessons in leadership with us. And the first one that she is going to share is recruit the right volunteers. And Kat, we both know that every leadership capacity has people that work with you. If you're a leader, there have to be people following. And so in a nonprofit as you have or a nonprofit as I have or a church or even if you're you're the chairman of a committee, you're the leader of a team, there will be volunteers. It takes an army. It does. And so what you're going to share with us, I'm so excited because it's going to apply to just really anyone in leadership because if you're leading others, that means you've got some volunteers. somewhere along the line, especially if you're in ministry or church work of Mm -hmm. any kind. So tell us just a little bit about your ministry so that we understand what kind of volunteers you recruit Mm -hmm. as we talk about recruiting the right volunteer. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, thank you so much for this opportunity. I love any time I get to spend with you and I'm really excited that this could be a resource to women who are trying to recruit volunteers and are maybe building a ministry that's all of a sudden outside of their, you know, there's only one person. We're only one p- person and you need lots of others to help you. So I'm excited about this opportunity, but Polish, we've been around for 11 years in May, which is crazy to think about. Uh, but Polish wouldn't be around if it weren't for Stephanie Giddens. She's the other co-founder of Polish. It was really her idea and her vision. And I'm so grateful that she roped me in to be her partner in crime (laughs) to start something new. But really, we just saw that in our lives as young professional women, we were seeing a lot. There were challenges to presenting the gospel with our peers and with our coworkers, And we were looking for a way to make that more simple and more accessible um, and to get better at sharing our faith. And so Stephanie and I decided we wanted to co-found a nonprofit that would be really focused on young professional women and meeting them where they are in their everyday lives and trying to show them how relevant the gospel is to their lives. So we've we've been gathering young professional women over, we've got seven chapters now. We've got six in Texas, we're just launching one in Oklahoma City. And you began here in Dallas, that was your first? Chapter. Yeah. I mean, at first it was Stephanie's idea and then it was us partnering together and then it was growing about 10 women that we thought would help us on our leadership team. And before we know it, we've, we've shared the gospel with over 30,000 women and uh, glory to God. I mean, he's doing something really, something so far beyond what we dreamed or imagined truly. But part of our success is that we are almost completely a volunteer run organization. So we've got close to 200 volunteers that are spread out across Texas and Oklahoma that are really invested in this vision and this mission.
0: Wow, that's a lot of volunteers. So you definitely know your stuff. And you, like me, you probably know women in leadership. Who struggle with the idea of recruiting volunteers. I know women who would just rather try to do all the work themselves yes. than recruit volunteers. It's just mm-hmm. it's scary or they've had bad experiences in the past or possibly they didn't recruit the right volunteer and they learned that the woman either could not um, do the job or was not particularly competent at whatever she was recruited to do. Sure. And so the leader ended up either micromanaging her and spending more time doing that than doing it herself. Yes. So she decided next time she'd just do it herself yes. or she had to reclaim a lot of the responsibility onto mm-hmm. her own shoulders because mm-hmm. the other person wasn't the right volunteer. So I think this is a very important uh, topic for us to really discuss because I've seen mm-hmm. so much of that. I've had volunteers under me who had to rec- recruit volunteers and I was always sure. encouraging them to recruit the right sure. volunteers sure. and not to just take on the work themselves sure. because it was a killer.
1: Well that's really hard I mean as you're describing that I'm thinking I've done both of those things unsuccessfully mm-hmm. in the past and we unfortunately um, sometimes doing it the wrong way can be the best lessons on how, okay, I'm never going to do that again. So I've definitely done that before where I've recruited the wrong people or I've ended up all that work has come back on my plate. But at the end of the day, like you said, you need to, it's, it's a stewardship issue really is that we, we want to not only see ourselves flourish in ministry, we want to see other people flourish. And part of being a minister of the gospel is to prepare people for good works. And I think it says that in Ephesians so clearly that that's part of our our job as the church is to equip people, and so we got to give them opportunity. The problem comes choosing the right opportunity and the right person to be in that in that position.
0: Right. So tell us a little bit about your experience with Polished in recruiting the right volunteers or the wrong volunteers.
1: Sure. I've it? done both. Yeah. I've done both. You know, I'm really indebted to Stephanie and just her leadership abilities 11 years ago, kind of formulating what, what kind of person are we looking for? And at the time, I think she she really had a pulse on that. You know, what are the, the qualities that we want in a leader? and I think she and I both agreed upon character is so important. I think you can teach people skills. I think you people can read books and attend conferences and they can pick up some things um, that are outside of their comfort zone and more than they ever imagined they could do. But when the character is there, you can really build upon that. So um, that's something we look for. I think there's two sides of this coin. I think part of recruiting great leaders is being really specific on what you want them to do. I don't have a lot of experience in the corporate world or working for somebody else. But I do see many of my friends who are in those positions, they're given a lot of freedom, which is great. They're they're told you've got a budget, you've got this, these are your resources, go and be fruitful essentially. And I think for volunteers, we have to walk that a little bit back and recognize that's their nine to five. They're tired. They've got a lot on their plate. And once you're really specific about what you want people to do, the easier it is to recruit them into that role. And so Polish now has something on the back end of our website that allows women to go on and view what are the different ways that I could serve in this organization. And then that we're really specific about what that would entail. I think it's easier for people to opt into something they know what they're getting into. And then on the flip side of the coin is making sure you're recruiting people who are empathetic. I think that's the secret to the polish leadership team right now is that we may not publish that on the website but what i'm looking for are women who feel comfortable being in someone else's shoes so that no matter who walks into our events no matter what industry they're in their age their ethnicity their background that i know that my leader is going to try prayerfully consider what it would be like to walk a day in her shoes. And I think once you accomplish that, you can build rapport and trust, people feel your love. That's when you can really do the ministry work.
0: Yeah, and those are great suggestions because we know that dispensing grace is a a big part of being a Christian. Loving and being gracious to other people and empathy is a big part of that. Mm -hmm. It's a big part of that. That's Mm -hmm. wonderful, I think almost any role that you would give somebody, they even behind it. the scenes, that mm-hmm. needs to be part of it, for their sure. character. Absolutely. And I'm with you, I found that having very detailed job descriptions mm-hmm. and still giving them some sure. some leeway there, yes. a little bit of freedom to do some of those things on their own, but saying you're responsible for this, 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 and this. Yes. You're not responsible for these other things, mm-hmm. somebody else is, and letting them see the other job descriptions so that they know Okay, good. Yeah, she's right. Uh, Not only does it not say I'm in charge of it, but actually I can see who is in charge of it. Yes,
1: it's important to see how all the parts fit together. It's really
0: very helpful. So uh, do you have a story about any one volunteer that you want to share with us of how you did something well, how you found
1: somebody like that, how you recruited her? Sure. I, well, who comes to mind first is Lindsay Benedetto. She is just a critical part of she our She is. I was so glad I
0: met I, her. She's, she's wonderful. She's yes.
1: fantastic. I mean, yeah. she's brilliant. She's super talented. She's really a go-getter. You know, I think she started volunteering with us as the webmaster. So she would be updating our website on a regular basis. and. I just found that she would be ahead of me in everything. So she would email me and say, hey, I've been thinking about, you know, this is going to go live on the website next Tuesday. Have we thought about how we could be ready on Monday for that? And I would say, I have not thought about how we could be ready for that early at all. Um, So she always had me kind of on the she was always ahead. And so I started to notice this pattern. And so I started to give her more and more responsibility saying, you know what, you really like keeping us on track on certain things. Would you, would you be want to do our emails, put together all the design of our emails? Would you like to create a rhythm for like the cadence of our voice online and how we present ourselves? And she kept saying yes. And I think after I found out she had more time in her schedule. We recruited her to be on our staff. But Lindsay continues to, to exhibit empathy. She is able to walk into that room at polish no matter what chapter or what city she's in, and she immediately strikes up a relationship with someone. So she's got both sides. She's super responsible. She's also got that character. Right.
0: And and I'm sure that empathy comes through online with the things that she does as well.
1: It does. And you want the person on the back end of the website working with registrations when the credit cards fail or something doesn't go through. It's annoying when that happens to us. You know, it's great that it's Lindsay on the other end of the screen that's saying, I'm going to get to this all taken care of.
0: Thank you, Kat. I think this will be really helpful to some women in leadership positions out there. And we also have another conversation about volunteers where we talk about let me see the exact title of it So that I don't mislead you on it Seek volunteers more gifted than you so you might be very interested in that one and To see what Kat has to say about it And we also have a a third lesson for leadership. Love God with all your mind. So I hope that you'll go to our website And search those out under our resources at beyondordinarywomen.org. You can can learn more about Kat and her ministry at polishedonline.org or katarmstrong.com. And so we just invite you to really go through any of our resources. We have so many things that will help you as a leader or contact me through our website. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcasts and information about women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast was produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Kay Halligan, Deborah Herring, Sharifa Stevens, and John Sparks. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used by courtesy of Christine Miller.